We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Wednesday, January the 5th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down last night's disappointing loss as South Carolina drops their SEC opener to the Auburn Tigers by a final score of 81 to 66. Guys, I'll talk just what went wrong at Colonial Life Arena. Also, biggest takeaways from the game. We'll also hand out the Shooter Shoot Award, and I will look ahead to what's next for South Carolina and Frank Martin squad as they look to bounce back early in this conference slate. Also, guys, news and notes to get into. We have got a packed show for you here on this Wednesday. And, of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, for all your movie needs in the 2022 calendar year, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Or of course, if you have any other questions, be sure to go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. Boys and girls, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, host the Spurs Up show as always. And I got a bit of the midweek blues, if you will. After a tough game last night, we're in the studio late, late, late on a Tuesday night. And it felt like we had so much momentum in Gamecock Nation. All the positivity. You just knew when things get too positive, Right When Gamecock fans start to feel a little too good, a little too comfortable, you know, we are the kings, or Gamecock athletics at least, is the kings of bringing us back down to earth. And certainly that's what happened last night. Again, folks, I'm going to get into that much more. I'm going to appreciate you all tuning in. I hope the show does find you well. And I hope you're having a fantastic week 
by the way. Like I said, getting after it in 2022, getting back in the office, the job. I know classes are starting soon, whatever it might be, folks. And I hope this does find you well. And again, appreciate the continued love and support as you guys continue to rock and roll with the show, with the content, with everything we do. Man, I truly do appreciate it. Now, we're going to dive into the Auburn game, everything that happened. Before we do, though, a couple of housekeeping items. First things first, guys, a quick reminder tonight at 10 Roof. Very excited to be live again at 10 Roof, our first live show out there of the 2022 calendar year. Of course, guys, you already know how we get down. $3 rumple shots, $3 drafts, but a very special live show tonight, 5 to 7 in the Vista in downtown Columbia because former Gamecocks defensive line coach Brad Lawing, who is an all-time legend, by the way. If you heard his conversation the last time he was on, guys, you know it's going to be electric. I highly encourage you all to come out to 10 Roof to hear this conversation live, because if you do not, if you do not, that's totally fine, but we'll be streaming the live show for all of our Big Cock Club members behind a Big Cock Club Patreon wall, and then this show will be redistributed or repurposed, if you at least the interview will be, on Thursday behind the big cock club. So again, that will be the only way to hear it if you are not there live. But again, of course, guys, if you want to join the big cock club, I highly do encourage you to do so. Again, tons of great content. You get access to our private Discord. You get access to merchandise. You get access to all of the new interviews, all the new unique interviews and conversations that we're having, all the video, all the audio, all that good stuff. But again, highly suggest, guys, if you're around the city, if you're in the city, Cannot stress it enough. Come on out to 10 Roof. Going to be an absolute blast. And I'm really excited to partner up with those guys once again and be doing those shows live in the 2022 calendar year. Also, guys, here on this Wednesday, I have got some fantastic news for you all. And I want to start just by saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because, again, I know you guys are probably like Chris says this every single show. It goes in one ear, out the other. But truly, without you guys' love and support on social media, those who show up and show out and vocally support us in any way that you support us, guys. If you support the Spurs Up show, you have a hand in these successes because I am very, very excited and proud to announce that I was able to chat with over the last week or so the Carolina Alehouse folks. Now, we did the watch parties over football season at Carolina Alehouse, and it was an absolute blast. Got to meet tons of Gamecocks all over the state of South Carolina, from Greenville to Fort Mill to Somerville to Columbia, of course, all over the state. And I sat down with those guys, and we had a meeting and got feedback, and I really wanted to get their feedback on how they felt it went. I gave them my feedback and my, you know, just thoughts on future partnership and opportunities. Guys, they were blown away by the support of Gamecock Nation and you guys that showed up that supported on social media, that interacted with us on our social media channels. They were blown away by it. So I'm very proud and excited to announce we are extending that partnership through the spring for spring sports. So again, guys, I'm so elated. I'm so excited because again, one of, if not my favorite things about what I get to do and what we get to do here with the Spurs Up show is getting to meet all of you, hang out with all of you, interact with all of you. So the fact that we get to do that more, we get to continue to do that and go across the state and meet great Gamecocks, 
I mean, it's just truly a blessing. So, again, watch parties for basketball, watch parties for baseball. They are coming. So, again, be sure to stay tuned. We're still ironing out all the details and exactly when we want to put on these watch parties. But, again, guys, I'm really, really excited. I'm so fired up for this. And, again, we appreciate Carolina Alehouse for the opportunity, but really wanted to share that good news with you. And, again, cannot wait to see many of you across the state over this spring and who knows maybe going into football season as well we, we might extend this thing back into football season and do it for the road games as well but again very proud and excited to announce the 2022 spring sports both basketball and baseball we will be partnered with carolina alehouse once again so again be sure to stay tuned to social media for all those details and then finally guys and then we'll get to our auburn recap finally i know the gamecocks lost last night but win or lose Shooters shoot. And you might have seen it on social media. Whenever our guy Stevie Eric Stevenson scores 20 points or more, you get 20% off on all merchandise using the promo code Shooters Shoot over at TSUS.store. So again, head over to TSUS.store, use that promo code Shooters Shoot. That sale will end tonight around nine o'clock or so. So be sure to go get your merch today using the promo code Shooters Shoot to get 20%. Off. All right, let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's let's go ahead and have ourselves a little bit of a therapy Wednesday, if you will, as the Gamecocks fall to Auburn by a final score of 81 to 66. And guys, I'll start here, by the way. You know, I talk a lot about perspective and setting proper expectations. Did I go into last night's game hopeful that the Gamecocks were going to get the victory. Yes, I did. Of course I did. A game on your home floor, you're back at full strength. You've played Auburn really tough over the years. Yeah, I was, I was hopeful that South Carolina would show up and show out and play its best basketball and find a way to get a really big win over a top 10 team, by the way, to begin SEC play. But notice what I just said. Play its best basketball. We knew it was going to take that type of effort. And I knew going in the game, hey, if South Carolina has one of those nights and they get hot shooting the ball and Auburn has an off night and the Gamecocks are able to take care of the basketball and not do anything stupid, they'll have a chance at the end. And when you're playing a top 10 team that is the caliber of Auburn, and is the caliber of a team that's coached by Bruce Pearl. You can love the guy, you can hate the guy, but they're going to be well coached when it's a Bruce Pearl team. When you're playing a team like that, South Carolina last night just did everything you cannot do to pull that type of upset. And I really credit this team, by the way, because at halftime, I mean, this thing it felt like was over, right? It felt like this thing was, was completely over. South Carolina was cooked right? South Carolina was cooked at half, down 44 to 29, a 15-point deficit. You look in the second half, it was even, 37 to 37. We talked about the layoff, and I talked a lot about that on the show yesterday, and that's something even Bruce Pearl, guys, if you didn't know, he mentioned that in his post-game presser when talking about the game and the Gamecocks, and he said he felt like that the COVID issues we had to deal with and our game last week being postponed or canceled or whatever you want to say. He felt like that affected 
our team. Now, guys, I- I'm not sitting here on a Wednesday making excuses for South Carolina, by the way. I, I don't want people to say, oh, he's-, he's just pulling out this excuse for Frank Martin. I feel like at this point, because I know that's where a lot of fans want to go, and you go on social media, and that's all it is, is a lot of people are saying, fire Frank Martin, fire Frank Martin. Guys, I'm not sitting here being a fire Frank Martin defender. Um, I think it's very black and white with Frank Martin. I'll tell you that right now. I think it's very black and white with Frank Martin. You either make the tournament or you don't. And right now, it's just still too early to tell. This game against Auburn was never one that when you looked at the SEC slate, you said to yourself, if the Gamecocks go 9-9 nine and nine or better, that's one of the wins they're going to have. That, nobody looked at it that way. Auburn's a top-10 team. They're a really good basketball team. Give credit where credit is due, guys. They shot freaking, what, 57% from the field. They shot, or excuse me, 52%, my bad, 52% from the field, 46% from three, and 74% from the free throw line. They're a really good team. They've got athleticism. They've got speed. They've got strength. They've got length. God, they had incredible size down low, absolutely bullied us all night long. And again, I'm not making excuses. South Carolina's got to be better. I think what you saw was a lot of the issues, a lot of the deficiencies that haunted South Carolina over the non-conference, reared their ugly head yet again. And that's actually, guys, my biggest takeaway from last night. You know, every time we talk about a game, I talk, what was my biggest takeaway from that game? Well, my biggest takeaway from last night was simply that turnovers, they continue to be a lingering issue. You know, I I was hoping that maybe this was something where, okay, it's early in the season, you're in non-conference, you're a little bit sloppy. You know, it's a new starting five, basically trying to figure themselves out and feel themselves out. And the turnovers just continue to happen. And again, in the non-conference, maybe Saturday against Vanderbilt, maybe when you play Georgia, when you play these other teams, you can get away with that. You can have 20 turnovers and shoot 42% and go win a game. No big deal. But when you're trying to beat a top 10 team, guys, we knew the Gamecocks had to play nearly a flawless game. So the result is not all that surprising. That's why I don't sit here kicking and screaming and yelling and and throwing things and ready to just burn it all down. Sure, it's disappointing. Sure, the crowd was disappointing. And I don't even want to get into that. I I really don't. I really don't. There were many things that were disappointing about last night. But was it shocking? I think if you set realistic expectations going in this game, and I think, you know what's funny? I think almost what happened was – we got so drunk on the high of beating North Carolina in the Dukes Bay Oval. I know it's a completely different sport, but I swear to you, man, we, we going in the game last night, we felt invincible as a fan base. Like, pff, man, we're the Gamecocks now. We're never going to lose another game in anything. We're just better than everybody. We're great. We're great. And that's all fine and dandy. We should feel confident. Hey, we should be cocky, no pun intended, right? But You got to go play and execute and play well. And the Gamecocks just simply did not play well. And even if they did play well, you might not have won. So, you know, I picked the 11-point loss before the game started. And so what happened wasn't all that surprising. Now, I do applaud this team's effort late down the stretch. I do applaud the way these guys 
fought, scratched, and clawed. And again, I'm not trying to sound like a broken record and say, oh, well, you know, even though we got our butts beat, you know, good job of battling. And I'm not trying to be that guy. I know that gets so old, right? It gets so old. It gets so old. But, you know, again, I, I think this is a team that they're very fun to watch. Shoot or shoot. As we all know, shoot or shoot. Um, which, by the way, if you're, on, if you're on Twitter or on social media and you can't take a joke, the joke is on you. You know, I, I, I was making fun. I think my buddy Mike Yuva, which it, the, the joke wasn't on him, but Mike Yuva tweeted something like, uh, you know, the Gamecocks, only like four of their points have come from layups. And I was like, hey, shooters don't, don't, don't shoot layups. Hashtag shooter shoot. Obviously, that was meant as a joke. And the amount of people in my mentions that just took that, that just took that so literally. And just, I'm like, guys, I'm just trying to be funny because we're getting beat so badly. Like, let's just try to laugh this one off a little bit. Either way, that's a completely different topic for another day. But, uh, I mean, again, you knew you had to play a really good game. And even if you did that, it wasn't guaranteed that you were going to get the victory. But I liked the fight in the second half. But, again, it was just too little too late. And defensively, I think that was the most disappointing part. But, again, I mean, tip the cap to Auburn because we were all over them early in the game. And I'll tell you, I mean, some of the shots, Wendell Green Jr., an absolute magician shooting the basketball, 22 points for him. Some of the shots he hit from three-point range just defied logic, I feel like. Uh, the size down again from Auburn just absolutely killed you. Again, there will be much brighter days. There will be much more fun nights than what we saw last night at Colonial Life Arena. Thank goodness not everyone you play is as good as Auburn. Thank goodness. Here's the key, though. Here's the key, okay? You had a two-week layoff. Again, I just felt, I feel like you could have seen this one coming a mile away, guys. You had a two-week layoff. I understand you were at home, but it just didn't bode well with that time off. You, you, your roster, you kind of had it up in the air. You know, Keyshawn Bryant goes out at halftime with an injury. There were just things going against you. And so it did not surprise me. Again, that the Gamecocks were a little bit rusty, a little bit sloppy. And I will tell you this, and, and I'm not going to call out who said it on Twitter because I, it's just, I don't want to. But there are many takes you can have about this team. And there are many takes you can have about Frank Martin and the players on this team. But you know what, like, probably my least favorite take of all is, and it's not just for basketball, it's any sport. My least favorite take is when fans try to start attacking players and coaches in regards to heart. Oh, they have no heart. They don't care. They're not trying. They don't want to be there. <sighs> Guys, just don't. Just, just don't. Just don't. Because that's a very slippery slope when you're trying to attack guys. You're not in the locker room. You're not in their head. You're not in those huddles. You think the guys don't have heart and they're going to practice every single day? If anything, that's what this team does have. If anything, that's why this team is 9-4. and four. And again, I would just say, guys, again, last night was disappointing, but don't give up on this game, Cox team. I know it sucks to lose by 15. I understand it. But let's all get a grip. And understand, Auburn is a top 10 team. Now, if you go on the road this weekend, you go to Vanderbilt, who's not a good team, and you let this loss turn into two, then, hey, we're having a different conversation on Monday. But right now, I sit here on this Wednesday and say, you know what? All things considered, I'm not surprised how it went. 
It's disappointing. There are things that have got to get corrected. Hey, you can't turn the ball over 20 times and beat anybody. You just can't do it. You can't give a team like Auburn all those second-chance points. You just can't do it. I mean, you look at how you shot 40% from the field, 42% from three-point range. And I know everybody says, oh, my God, you, you lived and died by the three ball. You know, you went 10 to 24 from three. You lived and died by the three. You did nothing in the paint. Guys, I don't know if you noticed, Auburn had like a seven-foot-one guy down there. We talked about him yesterday on the show. They had a seven-footer down there. Yeah, you got dominated in the paint. You did. Williams Levette got bullied, and I just don't know if Josh Gray is really cut out to, to get the job done down there for you. So I think you kind of, you had to lean on the three ball more than even maybe you wanted to. That was one of the biggest differences in the game is – the battle down low, the second chance points for Auburn, uh, it, you know, just completely went in the Tigers' favor. Just completely went in the Tigers' favor. So, you know, th again, th this team, I, I think this team will be okay. What does okay mean? I don't know, right? But this loss doesn't make or break the season, and it doesn't define, oh, you lose to Auburn, you lost to a top-10 team, so you have no chance for the NCAA tournament. Right. I mean, again, I'm not trying to sit here and be to you guys a Frank Martin apologist. That's not what I'm doing. Right. That's not what I'm doing. But this game isn't the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. Like like this one isn't it. I expected South Carolina to lose this one. And these type of games, losing these type of games haven't been that hasn't been South Carolina and Frank's Martin, Frank Martin's problem over the last couple of years. It hasn't been these games, guys. It's been games like the one on Saturday that's upcoming. It's been games where you are favored, and it's inexcusable that you lose. Auburn's a top-10 team. Auburn's a sweet-16 caliber team, guys. Like, like this isn't, that wasn't surprising last night. That wasn't shocking. So, again, I'm not saying don't be upset. I'm not saying don't be frustrated. I'm not saying don't demand more. But calling for Frank Martin's job because of that loss – there are many other reasons, many other losses to call for Frank Martin's job than for that loss last night. And again, I don't know that you're really going to see me. And again, I, I can't, I guess, I, everything I do, I, I live in the present moment. I do it in the present when I make content. So I do it organically, right? I, I don't know. I might have a blow a gasket moment where I'm like, you know, what? I come on these airways and say, you know what? Fire Frank Martin. To hell with him. I'm done with him. But I'm not there yet. And I don't know that I will because I just feel like it's very black and white. There's no gray area this year, guys. It's year 10. We said it all summer long. One of our top storylines, if not the top storyline coming in the season was, hey, if you don't make the tournament, we're going to have to have a very honest discussion about the future of the basketball program and who should be leading it. And most likely, it will not be Frank Martin. And if you get to the NCAA tournament, Frank Martin will come back. I mean, I, I just don't think there's much in between there. So this thing will play itself out. It will play itself out. And again, I still like this team. Our guy, Stevie, which again, let's get into that. The Shooter's Shoot Award, it's no secret. Our guy, Eric Stevenson, what a night he had, man. The one guy who really balled out for South Carolina, 25 points, 9 of 17 from the field, 5 of 8 from three-point range, 2 of 2 at the free throw line, which this guy I don't think still has missed a free throw in his career. Five rebounds, four assists, and one dope picture in the postgame. Shout out our guy Stevie, shooter shoot. 
But, uh, you know, Eric Stevenson's been a fantastic addition. I still feel good about a lot of the guys on this roster. Uh, love Jacoby Wright's game. Jermaine Kustard's going to continue to get healthier and healthier. James Reese, I think, is still a pretty good player. Chico Carter Jr. is a nice player. Devin Carter, uh, you know, had an off night, only played seven minutes, didn't score, but he's a good young player. And you just hope that Keyshawn Bryant is okay. He was in a sling. I'm not 110% sure. I have honestly not looked at Frank Martin's postgame comments. But I tell you what, I know he had 11 points. I know he had seven rebounds. You just got to get more out of your big men. You got dominated down low. You did. You got dominated down low, and I feel like that that just completely threw every other facet of the game off. So this team is better than what we saw last night. I truly do believe that. This team's better than what we saw last night. Again, I'm not sitting here trying to be the sunshine pumper, but I'm also not going to come, come to you on the airwaves here on this Wednesday after you lose to a top-10 team and say, burn it down. You lost to a top-10 team. You didn't lose to a a bunch of slap dicks. You didn't lose to some unranked bunch of Joe Blows. Like, Auburn is a really good basketball team. And you didn't play a good game. Bottom line, you didn't play a very good game. You got a lot of things to clean up. And again, the number one thing is this. As we look ahead to what's next for South Carolina, this weekend, Saturday, January the 8th, you go on the road, your first road game in the SEC, to take on the Vanderbilt Commodores, which is a very weird arena, and it's a noon tip. The number one thing you cannot allow to happen is let this Auburn game beat you twice. You cannot allow this Auburn game to snowball and affect you mentally and say, oh, woe is me. You start questioning your, your confidence is shot. Oh, my God, are we even worth a damn? Are we good? You can't allow that to happen. Because, hey, Losing to Auburn, forgivable. That's a forgivable sin. Losing to Vandy and starting 0-2 in conference play, that's unforgivable. Schedule's just too tough, man. It, 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 I know it's on the road. It's games like that, though. You got to take advantage because guess what? Your next game after that, you go to Knoxville and play Tennessee, which will be a much tougher game. Then that following Saturday, you got Florida on your home floor, which we all know how good Florida is. So, you got to take care of business at Vandy, noon tip, weird arena, weird gym. I get it, weird gym. Still going to get the win. But either way, disappointing loss last night. You got to clean it up. It was sloppy. It was ugly at times. I still, again, I'm not saying this team's going to be an NCAA tournament team. I also didn't pick them to be an NCAA tournament team, guys. I picked them to go 6-12 and 12 in SEC play. But I think they can do better than that. I think this team is capable of finishing better than that. So, again, what did we really learn about this Gamecocks basketball team last night? That's my question. Like, what did we really learn? What can you really take away from that loss? Auburn's just head and shoulders better than you. They are. You got outmanned. You got outclassed. And you also didn't play good basketball. So, got to regroup. Got to pick up the pieces. Got to lick your wounds. Don't let the Auburn loss beat you twice. And get ready to even your SEC record and get your first SEC win of the year when you go to Nashville on Saturday. So, again, that is my break on last night's 81-66 to 66 loss to the Auburn Tigers. Would love to hear you guys, your thoughts, your feedback in the comments below. All right, guys, before we close out, let's get into some very important news and notes because a lot of positivity and a lot of positive momentum surrounding Gamecocks football because of all the dominoes that continue to fall in regards to returners for Shane Beamer's 
football team, those who have announced so far, Jordan Strawn, Zach Pickens, Brad Johnson, R.J. Roderick, and E.J. Jenkins. I guess he didn't officially put out a graphic, but he did put up a post that basically said, here we go, 2022. So assuming he'll be back. But most importantly, all these pieces on the defensive side, I, I tell you, man, it, you know, it's a lot. I was joking with somebody else. It's a lot more fun when all the pieces on your defense are deciding to come back and your defense was really good last year, right? Like, like if the defense wasn't good, we'd be like, oh, great, thanks for coming back. But, uh, you know, I, we'd rather you not come back. But your defense was good. So, you know, it, it's great for many reasons. It, it, it's great for depth. It's great for, I think there's guys that have a lot of upside. Their ceiling is very high. Guys that are, you know, could be legitimate, legitimate NFL guys. I think guys that you saw develop in their first year in a Clayton White, and it's like, well, what he, can he do with them in a second year? So that's really exciting. But the thing that I think maybe is most exciting and what Gamecock fans most appreciate and love to see about it is that you're seeing the culture change. You know, guys want to stick around here. They want to be a part of what's being built. They want to, you know, football's fun again in Columbia. They're enjoying being Gamecocks. It's a fun place to play football. They wouldn't be coming back if that wasn't the case. So, again, you love to see that. Tons of positive momentum. And, again, I don't, I don't think these are the last dominoes to fall for South Carolina football. So, again, be sure you stay tuned. Last thing, guys, um, while the dominoes are falling on the player side, coming back, we do have a departure from South Carolina football as Gamecocks outside linebackers coach Mike Peterson is headed to his alumni, the University of Florida, to coach outside linebackers. So, again, not really all that surprising, which is crazy, guys. This is the last piece of the Will Muschamp coaching staff to depart from Columbia. So, again, officially now there are no remnants of the Will Muschamp, really the Will Muschamp era, at least on the coaching staff. But Mike Peterson gone again, guys. This, this one was not all that surprising. You know, I, I heard, we heard rumors last year that Peterson was considering making a move going back to Gainesville. Um, so again, not totally shocking. You know, I, I saw the comments immediately from a ton of former Gamecocks promote Shaq Wilson, go get Devonte Holloman. I think those would be great fits. Fantastic hires. I mean, especially a guy like Shaq Wilson. He's already all he's, he's already on the staff, right? Why not? He's already on the staff. So it'd be interesting to see how Shane Beamer goes about that. I think there's some definitely no brainer hires he could make the outside linebacker position. But again, guys, I'll say this, and I'm not trying to make light of it, but you know, when people ask, oh, my God, that's just such a huge loss. What are we going to do? Guys, he's an outside linebackers coach. I mean, we can go get another one. I, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to make light of a good coach, what a good coach can do, but I feel confident we can go get another guy. I, I, let me just put it that way. I think we can go get another guy. Nothing to fear. Trust in Beamer. Trust in Beamer. All right, guys, hey, that's going to do it. Appreciate you all tuning in, guys. Like I said, come out to Tin Roof tonight, man. I can't tell you how excited I am for that conversation with Brad Lawing. And, again, stay tuned for all the content, especially tomorrow's podcast, as I give my way too early predictions for the 2022 football season. But, again, that's tomorrow. This is today. Appreciate you all. Thank you again so much, guys, for the continued love and support with the business, the content, the merchandise, the podcast, the Daily Crow, every single thing that we do, man, it's absolutely incredible. So again, guys, till next time, appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
what's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com